In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Good morning to you. The homily this morning is about the chosen and the cursed. The verse that I would like to focus on, at least initially, and, and for us to keep in mind, is this hardest verse. The hardest one, the hardest verse to hear. It is not fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Would you like to hear a a homily on that verse? (laughs) The main point is this. Jesus shows us in this lesson that the chosen ones are rejected and the rejected ones are chosen. The blessed are accursed, and the accursed are blessed. To give a little bit of a backdrop or background leading up to this encounter with the Canaanite woman, Jesus, together with his disciples, had just encountered the scribes and the Pharisees in which they complained that his disciples did not wash their hands before eating. And Jesus said to them, Not which that goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the man defileth the man. And then he called them blind leaders of the blind. And then he went on to say, That which proceeds out of the mouth comes forth from the heart. And they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. And then they went into the district of Tyre and Sidon, and this was an area inhabited by the Canaanite people. Do you remember the three sons of Noah? Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And in broad terms, the Shemites, or we say the Semites, or the Semitic people, the Shemites, were the Asiatic peoples, the Japhethites, the European peoples, and the Hamites, or the Hamitic peoples, were the Africans. And this is not exactly and totally accurate, but is a broad generalization to give you a picture. Nevertheless, Canaan was the offspring of Ham and had been cursed because Ham had uncovered the nakedness of his father Noah. And we won't go into what that means right now, but if you want to ask me afterwards, I'll tell you what I think it means. The Canaanites were considered to be cursed, pagan, crude, 
idol worshipers, wicked, fierce, and most definitely second class people. The Shemites, the Semites, the Jews, they had rejected God's only Son. And so what does Jesus do? He goes to the land of the Canaanites to teach his disciples a lesson in faith and to show them that the gospel of the kingdom of God is open to all peoples, all nations, all ethnicities. He had already shown this to the disciples once before when they healed the Roman centurion's servant because of the centurion's faith. And the centurion was a Japhethite. So what is Jesus doing? Bringing the gospel to all peoples on earth represented in the three sons of Noah. Behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came and cried out, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. St. Nikolai of Zicha says that it wasn't customary for Jesus not to reply. This is uncustomary. This is uncharacteristic. That the woman, and uh, he remained silent, St. Nikolai says, in order that the woman should give a stronger expression to her faith in him and that all of Christ's companions and disciples would see this and know it. So he's being silent to draw her out to show his disciples and companions how deep her faith really is. His disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying after us. And he answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. St. Nikolai again speculates that it's possible that the Lord's disciples were actually expressing some degree of sympathy towards this Canaanite woman, and that this phrase could have been translated maybe let her be or it could have meant do what she asked or it could mean get rid of her uh, uh, to stop crying after them so it's not directly apparent what their motivation was but then Jesus answered the disciples and the scribes and the Pharisees uh, he, he answered the disciples what the scribes and the Pharisees would say. He's not using his own words, but he's going to use the words of the scribes and the Pharisees to answer his disciples. The Lord deliberately spoke like this as all the Jews had spoken in order that the disciples should reflect and themselves come to the conviction and understanding held by their nation was mistaken. And that this understanding was as much mistaken as was their na nation's degeneration. 
It's apostasy from God. Apostasy from God. And it's rejection in despairing and in, in despising Christ the Lord. And so the Lord Jesus did not want to teach his disciples only by words, but also by living examples from life. And so instead of using words in this case, he let the encounter with the pagan woman be an unforgettable lesson to his disciples. She came and knelt down before him and, and said, Lord, help me. And he answered her, it is not fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Who is, what is he saying? No, who is he quoting? He is quoting the scribes and the Pharisees. How does it sound to you now? What they say about these people, how does that sound right now in front of this woman that you know as well as I do that she has more faith than you do? What terrible words, St. Nikolai says. The Lord here was not using his own words, but the language of contemporary Judaism who considered that they alone were the children of God. And all other people were dogs. The Lord wanted in this way to have his disciples revolted by this wicked exclusiveness that existed among the Jews of that day. And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. And then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done as you desire. And her daughter was healed immediately. What a wonderful reply from this humble woman. She did not deny that she belonged to a people that could be called dogs. Neither did she, uh, even though she was better than the Jews, refrain from calling the Jews Lord. Yes, Lord. But even the dogs eat the crumbs. She was quick to, to grasp the Savior's figurative words. Great faith brings forth great wisdom. Great faith finds the apt word. Her meekness before the Lord was so great. Her love for her sick daughter that it didn't hurt her to be called a dog. Before the most pure Lord... Who among sinful men would not feel himself to be like an unclean dog? She was just like the centurion soldier who said to Jesus, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. This is how we should be. As long as a man does not feel his sinfulness, he cannot take a single step towards his own salvation. If 
Finally, St. Nikolai in his reflection on this verse says that the bread is Christ, the crumbs are even the least of his mercies, and that the hungry dogs who do not even have crumbs will be satisfied by them. By what? By even the least of the Lord Jesus' mercies. And so as we prepare now to approach the table, to approach the table upon which is the bread, we're there. We're there. Let each of us ask ourselves, will I come as the chosen one? Will I come appearing as the righteous one on the outside, knowing that I am faithless and corrupt on the inside? Will I come as the blind leading the blind? Will I come as the one holding the keys to the kingdom, not allowing others to enter who wish to enter in? Will I approach the chalice of the life-giving body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ like this Canaanite woman approached the bread of life, full of faith, acknowledging my sins, humble and meek, asking for the crumbs? You know why we just get a little bit? Well, we just get a little bit in the spoon. That's all we need, isn't it? This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do when I'm standing up there with my brother priest. I want to approach this way. And I know you do too. And so let us all draw together with fear of God, faith, and love, asking the Lord for mercy. And perhaps you're visiting with us today and worshiping with us today. And you identify too with this woman of strong faith, acknowledging your sins before the Lord and desperately seeking His mercy, His love, His grace, His cleansing his forgiveness, and his healing in your life. And I invite you to come forward too. And we have basket, baskets of bread for the faithful and for our visitors on either side. Come and take a crumb. And be blessed. Keep coming. Talk to us. Give us the opportunity to guide you into the fullness of the heavenly kingdom. O Lord Jesus Christ, our God, strengthen our souls. Drive away all fear and all doubt within us, O merciful Lord. Fill us with joyful faith, healthy thoughts, and ardent love as we give praise to Thee.
together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen.